what's on the other side of going through that dark place is freedom and liberation from this weight that you're carrying. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach. And I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to this episode of the podcast. I am so thrilled to share with you my friend, Julie Reyes. She is an intuitive empath. She's an energy healer, an Akashic Records reader, and she also has an amazing program called Empowered Choices Coaching. Before we get into this episode, I think it's really important though to share a little trigger warning with you. So Julie is authentic and vulnerable and shares the stories that she went through with some of her childhood trauma, including sexual abuse. This topic is not a light one and it's not for everybody. So please, if you have young ears around, this topic may not be appropriate for them. So I recommend grabbing your headphones or earbuds before you listen. And for those that are survivors and this message might be triggering, you can skip ahead to about 15 minutes into the podcast and you'll still get to enjoy all the wisdom that Julie shares without that trigger. Beyond these vulnerable stories that Julie shares with us, we talk about some really incredible topics such as examining our sister wounds, what it means when you're asking your angels for help, understanding what the Akashic records are, and the real need for gratitude in our lives, especially as we're doing this deep healing work. I encourage you to connect with Julie as soon as you listen to this podcast, because she's got some incredible offers for new clients, um, right when the podcast comes out sort of until the early July, 2021, depending on when you're listening to it. And there's one more thing I wanted to share a special thank you to our friend, Michelle Wong, who interviewed me on her podcast Julie heard me on Michelle's podcast, and then that's how we reached out and connected. And then another thank you to our wonderful friends, Betsy and Laura of Luscious Hustle, uh, because they also then interviewed Julie on their podcast. And after I heard her share some of her story on their podcast, I realized it was time for us to connect. So this beautiful circle with all these incredible women connecting together and sharing very powerful stories of healing through doing the work. Hello and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and today I have another Julie with me. Hello and good morning to Julie Reyes. Hello. I am excited for this. Julie and I were connected through mutual friends in the healing space. And, you know, when I first met Julie, we didn't kind of know like what our connection was, but it turns out we have a lot in common besides just our names. 
We really both uh, love to tap into the spiritual field. And, you know, Julie is actually, she's an incredible, incredible woman. She's an energy healer. She's an intuitive empath. Um, she recently started doing Akashic Record readings, which I know she's so passionate about and has really transformed her life. So I can't wait to get into that part of her story. She is a spiritual transformation coach, a medium, and a channel for your guides to speak to you. And she's also a registered massage therapist. So if that wasn't enough, my goodness, Julie, like so amazing the way that you're bringing all these modalities together. Um, but what also touched me about Julie's story is she's a survivor. She survived a number of difficult and challenging things, including childhood trauma, including like me, several miscarriages, you know, challenges in marriage and all of these beautiful things and her beautiful healing journey uh, really makes Julie just this incredible, incredible person who's really helping and serving so many people. So yeah. hi, my friend. <laughs> Oh, thanks for that wonderful intro. Well, you know, you amaze me with just all the ways that you're serving people. And I love too that, you know, we'll get into your story about how your business has grown and transformed itself in, in a really short time. And I love that you're open. I love that you're open to allowing things to, to change and to flow depending on where your intuition leads you, for example. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that you are a survivor of childhood trauma and I, if you're open to sharing, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, kind of what you were dealing with as a child, because you and I both know that often most people are dealing with something that, and I just, you're just such a beautiful example of someone who's done some healing work. So if you don't mind sharing some of your story. I don't mind at all. Cause like I said, I'm my on my website, like if you survive childhood, you have trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple. And simple. I, mean, I mean, why are we laughing? But that's so true. It's really true. Um, nobody, I mean, if you are able to make it through, you, you have some, um, and you know, like there's different degrees of it, but mine essentially for me, it started the day my parents split up and I was four years old and we got into a car with my aunt and uncle uh, my mom, my sister, and I, and drove from Ohio, where we were living, back to California. And then within a year or two, probably two years, <clears throat> excuse me, we moved up to Oregon. And <clears throat> uh oh, <laughs> this must be a little bit weird to say. Um, it, it, so that's where it began because that was one of the hardest, still to this day, that was pretty much the hardest day, the most sad day of my life, leaving my dad because I haven't lived with him since. And I don't know, it's when your foundation gets ripped out from underneath you at such a young age, you know, and uh, it rocked me. However, I understand now that that was, that all happened and it was very real for me. You know, I'm not going to dismiss that, but it was from a four-year-old's perspective right? I mean, that's the thing about why I say that if you survive childhood, you have some trauma because everything that happens to you until you're an adult, like it's coming from the perspective of a child, right? And our, our perspective is pretty limited. Everything's about us <laughs> when we're kids, right? We don't know what it's like to be a parent, to be married, to be an adult working and trying to raise kids and 
put a roof over the head. So I always want to gift my parents that. And it took me a long time to get there. I was angry about it for quite a long time. I mean, literally until a couple of years ago, <laughs> not going to lie. I mean, that's part of the healing journey is to forgive myself for my part in it and to give my, forgive my parents for just being humans, being adults, going through their own stuff. You know, if anyone that has children and is married understands the, the amount of stress that that puts on your relationship and puts on yourself and it's such a growth opportunity, but we don't always take that opportunity to grow right away. It's more like you're just in it and trying to deal you know, and survive sometimes. And it's interesting too, that you mentioned, you know, you were four, which experiences from what I understand before you're six, they really get imprinted in a way that there's just, they're so black and white And a lot of our development before the age of six, um, you know, we can, if we say to a a five-year-old, you know, you're not good at anything. And we're just like, it's a passing comment as an adult. And we don't, we were like, obviously they were just, it was just a one time. It doesn't mean I'm not good at anything. But a five-year-old records that. Yeah. Records that message, like exactly as it is. And then it's, it's in the tape. For a four-year-old to go through, and it's interesting to me as well how you said, like it, the it, the images of that happening are still vivid. Like you said, you were carrying that until about two years ago, which, let's be honest, there are people like thousands and thousands of people that are walking around right now carrying that that childhood trauma and that have chosen not to do the work, right, yet, and might carry that for their entire lives. So. Um, you grew, did you grow up in California? You grew up in Oregon then you were right. in for a short time. You grew up in Oregon. So now you're Oregon for life. Mm, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I live a life of duality. So I was born in San Francisco. That's where we, we oh. lived in the Bay area. Okay. Um, my dad got transferred to Ohio and then some mom moved us back to California and just continuing my little bit of my trauma story, my mom hooked up with her second husband when we were in California, and then we moved up to Oregon with him. And he um, sexually molested me for a few years between, I don't know, the ages six, seven to nine or 10 when they split up. So that has had layers of trauma and effect on my life. And again, just in the last few years, like it's all really coming to the surface because I've been ready to deal with it, ready to reprocess, heal it and release it. And it's amazing how much those actions and behaviors on his part has um, played into my marriage, you know, and my intimacy with my husband. And so it's been a really beautiful healing process with him too, because he's so supportive and loving and has wanted me to do this work for a long time, but I was resistant to it because it scared the shit out of me to, to be honest with you, to dive into it. It's like, no, I'm not ready. I don't know how, you know, he, he wanted me to do this, wanted me to do this, and, but didn't have any tools to offer me either. And then I was resistant to therapy as well. And so, But I found my way. And now um, I have shed so many layers. And like I was saying to one of my coaching clients last night, when you do this work, at first, it's really scary to dive in to your shadows and your childhood and all the traumas and, and your 
lack of self-worth that comes with that from the stories from like what you said when you're five and somebody tells you you're no good at something you're carrying that right that's a belief that goes into your brain and says oh i'm no good at anything um but once you start doing it you realize it's not as scary it can be hard and painful and tough and gut-wrenching at times but what's on the other side of going through that dark place is freedom and liberation from this weight that you're carrying. Like you said, people are carrying this around them with them maybe their whole lives, right? So um, now anytime a new layer of something comes up, I'm like, right on, let's go, bring it on. <laughs> because it's like, whew, just keep shedding it. I'm lighter and lighter. My heart is more full. I have more peace and joy in my heart. And that just emanates out to the world. And exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now it's just, I, yeah, I can, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julie, um, as a mother, right. Just hearing what you went through as a child and how, horrible, you know, sexual abuse is for a young child, not, and being told, of course, that you can't tell anyone, this is a secret and carrying that forever. I mean, it's what you just shared with us about your extremely difficult trauma and then your ability to make a choice to heal from this and to do the really hard work and to come out on the other side is it's empowering. It's inspirational. It's if one person listening to the podcast right now has been through a similar situation and says, I now have the confidence to go ahead and take a step forward and do the work you're helping someone you're you're making a difference what do you think it was that was like you just just like was it like a decision you made was it um something that you were introduced to that you said I'm ready to try this kind of healing oh good question it's all kind of a blur now (laughs) you know years ago I was I started teaching Pilates and yoga around 2005 And it helped me physically feel empowered and confident and strong. So I, my process started from the outside in, you know, with my physical body and then doing yoga teacher trainings, it helped me start to move inwards. But for years I was just looking externally for the answers and the healing and trying to find it externally instead of internally. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because there was still some avoidance and resistance to really diving in, but I was just getting little snippets of information that were, that all added up in the end, you know, and then um, when podcasts came into my life, you know, listening, like I love to listen more than, read, you know, I'm an auditory learner. That's my strongest way of learning. And so I just started hearing lots of information that was helpful to me, helped give me guidance. And I was, in, you know, taking it in and then processing it and like reflecting on things that I was hearing. And then I entered um, Ryan and Chris Yukomi's School of Soul Wealth 
program in 2019. And that was like the massive game changer for me. Oh, um, cause it got me in a group that was super supportive, had me constantly reflecting on my thoughts and my actions. Like it taught me to do that, to really pay attention to my thoughts and realize like, Oh my gosh, mm, a solid 90% of my thoughts were just stories and were untrue. And I was like, Oh my God, oh. <laughs> I've been feeding myself like constant, just swirling and you know what was a huge component of that was shame from that early childhood sexual molestation it's like shame had been running the show for a very long time and when I realized that I was like no more and that was another game changer for me huge I just wanted to go back for one quick sec was it called the school of soul wealth yes Okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, that's something I've not heard before. So that sounds really interesting. So was it like a, a coaching program you took with them? Yeah, it was a group coaching 12 month program. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And it finished up, we wrapped up last April. So right as the Rona was hidden and we were all just like, Whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, that really transformed my life. Um, thank you to Ryan and Chris and everybody in the program um, for all the support and guidance and help and celebration. They taught me how to celebrate everything, you know, all the little wins, all the big wins, all the medium sized wins. And that, you know, when you celebrate, oh, that just amplifies the joy in your life and in your heart. Ooh, I love that. I'm running out of time. When you celebrate, you amplify the joy. Oh my gosh. All right. Tell me something you've celebrated recently. Uh, you know, I get yeah, a beautiful trip. Oh God. Yeah. We just went to Tucson to sell it. Well, we were celebrating my mama's 70th birthday yeah. down in Tucson. That was super fun. Um, oh, and in the midst of that, a bunch of my like sister wounds came up literally with my sister. Thank you. So grateful for that because these are old wounds that have shown up so many times that I was like not willing to deal with. I went back into victim mode, angry with my sister. Um, and this time I was like, okay, I entertained those ideas for a few minutes. And then after we left Tucson, we went up to Sedona, my little family, my husband and kids. I was like, oh, Sedona, <laughs> help me heal this, help me process this, help me release this. And um, oh, so grateful for that it came up again because. Now I'm ready to actually look at my part in the wounds that my sister and I have with each other and transcend, you know, transcend and look at everything from my perspective now as a 45-year-old woman, empowered woman, compassionate human, instead of like from the perspective of childhood like my entire childhood, you know, it's, it was so weird. We, I don't know if she felt this way because I haven't talked to her, but it's like, we both reverted back to being teenagers again. And my cousin was there and she was like, it was weird. I watched you two just revert back to when you were teenagers and the way you acted together. I was like, I know it happens every once in a while, not every time, but definitely happened this time. But I, now I'm like, all right, 
it's time for this to be gone. Like it has to be reconciled because it's holding me back. And, and it's holding back the love between my sister and I, that really should be there. That should be at the forefront, but it's not. The pain and the wounds were at the forefront. And that just doesn't need to be there anymore. It's not necessary. We'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments. My friends, I have a gift for you. I created a beautiful gratitude meditation that you can download directly to your phone. What I love about this gratitude meditation is that it's a great way to start your day. And I encourage you to turn your phone on airplane mode before you go to sleep. And the nice thing about having a meditation that's downloaded to your phone is that you don't need to turn your phone off airplane mode before you start your day with gratitude. So to access this gratitude meditation, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. It's all one word and gratitude, love, and letter are all capitalized. So that's bit.ly forward slash gratitude, love, letter. As a bonus, I'll be sharing with you my weekly gratitude, love letter into your inbox. It's something that will bring joy and happiness and of course, gratitude to your inbox every single week. That way you'll never miss another episode of the podcast. You'll hear about other podcasts and blogs and articles that I find interesting and want to share with you. And I also share some of my favorite photos that I've taken that week. So if we're not connected on social media, you'll get the best of wake up with gratitude in your inbox as well. All right, friends, let's get back into this episode of the podcast. Thank you. I feel like you're, I was going to say, I feel like you're giving us so many gifts right now with the words and your wisdom and the, you know, these offerings for healing. Um, I have a sister as well. And, uh, my sister's younger. Are you the younger sister or the older sister? I'm the younger. Okay. So I'm the older sister. But when you said that about reverting to the way that we were when we were teenagers, yeah, I feel that. And this year has really been trying on my relationship with my sister because I've, you know, had a really obviously very challenging relationship with my parents. I've spoken a little bit about it on the podcast. Um, You know, we sold our house um, so that we could separate from my parents financially. They moved out just about a year ago. You know, we had moved to the island to try and make it all work, but funny. I think my sister also knew deep down that that was never going to work. I think we all kind of knew it, but we all like really hoped that it would work. But because a lot of the, I think what you said too, um, about healing is like, I, I'm responsible for my healing. Right. And if someone else chooses not to do their healing, if my family member chooses not to do their healing, that's, I'm not responsible for that. But Would you agree that when you do the work for you, it does change the relationship, even if the person's done nothing different? Yep, absolutely. Because it changes the energy dynamics between the two of you. And, you know, all healing has to start within yourself. Then your head and your heart, mostly your heart. But (laughs) And so if you're changing the energetics between you and another person, genuinely and truly from your heart space how can that not change dynamics between you two how can it not help affect healing 
And a little, here's a little tip. My cousin taught me this. If you, if you're trying to work with the human and you're just not getting, getting anywhere, go above their head and pray to their angels, ask their angels for help with this. Because when we get divine, the divine touch coming at us, (laughs) you may or may not be aware of it, but it does uh, ripple into your head and your heart and make you think differently. You know, when with a human, you can, you got a history, there's probably resistance there. There's old pain. There's like, whatever, all the stuff. But when you're getting it from, from above, it's like, huh, hmm. <laughs> people are willing to consider more and they may not even know what's happening, but it works. I've, I've used that tip a lot of times and it's great. That's very helpful because I think one of the, you know, golden rules of being a human being is you can't change other people as much as we'd love to, as much as we want people to be our project. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't work. And this, I love the idea though, of like tapping into their angels and asking for help. I, you know, I do a lot of, I love doing card readings just for me. I just do them for me. And I read this, I have this beautiful deck, uh, this work your light deck. And often I get um, cards that are about, you know, call in your council of light, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Call in all these other spiritual beings that are unseen to us, but that are there, whether we, whether we choose to see them or not is up to us um, and how they can have this beautiful influence. So this kind of leads me to this, this really cool part of your, your coaching and your business that you've tapped into recently Speaking of tapping into the spiritual world, you became an Akashic Records reader. So tell us what that is. Some people, you know, might be familiar with the term, but most people are probably like, I don't have a clue what she's talking about. So tell me what that is. Um, Well, the Akashic Records are, the way I put it, I mean, it makes the most sense to me this way, because there's a few different definitions out there, but it's a energy vortex and some people say it's energy it's an energy connection uh, from the pleiadians you know that's getting out there um it's a different dimension from the akasha and we all have the ability to tap into that we just not everybody understands that within themselves but i had been receiving readings from my teacher um, cheryl marlene for about five years before I became a reader myself. Like she, she helped me understand how to open my own records two or three years before I started reading for others. And so I've been working with that since 2014. And then, um, yeah, last year in February, I did a five month training with her uh, called healing in the Akashic records. And the, it was a very focused way of using the records to help heal, help heal your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical body. And as divine luck would have it, (laughs) divine timing, excuse me, you know, a month later we went into a shutdown, lockdown, whatever. And so being a massage therapist, that was my entire income and I was a catering server. So all of my income got wiped out in about a minute. And at the same time though, it was like, I had been doing this training and I realized I was pretty, 
adept, let's just say, at it really quickly um, because I already trusted myself. I already trusted my connection. Messages were always coming through for my massage clients. And so I'd, I'd been playing with this since I was a kid, but it was really honed in by the time I did this training and I got her permission. I was like, can I start doing this now? Because this people need this. This is helping me tremendously. I can help others heal their trauma and their bodies. And it's all connected, you know, and she said, yeah, you know, she understood, she knows me well enough to know, like, yes, I trust that you have this ability, do this, this, and this, and then go. So that's, yeah, that's how that started <laughs> about a year ago. So yeah, you went through, you went through what a lot of people went through with the, the, the shutdowns, right? You had, you literally, everything stopped <laughs> and then you got to lean into something that you might not have otherwise. Wasn't my plan. No. No. And often, you know, if we're comfortable, truth be told, often if we're comfortable and making a good living, we might not lean into our gifts in the way that we would when we're forced in an uncomfortable position. And I do think that's a real gift that's come from everything. It's also been a lot of trauma and tragedy and loss, of course. I love it when we can find gifts in things that have been really difficult. So you made this switch, you made this, this transformation. And then, um, did you not make a huge investment in your brand new business as well with your coaching, the coaching program that you embarked on? Right. So, um, yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. My business itself was really low overhead, which was really cool. You know, true. Uh, I already had a setup here at home. All I need is a computer, <laughs> really. A Zoom account and cool, let's go. <laughs> um, and then clients, that was the bigger thing. Um, yeah, you know, in the summer last year, I did a three-month training with Danielle Sarank, the Squamish medium, just to, um, because I, I have medium abilities and I already knew that, but I really wanted to make sure I was doing it in a responsible manner and a healthy manner because... I'm so, um, I so easily pick up on energies of other people and it can be really detrimental to my body and my health. And I just wanted to make sure that I was being clear in my intentions, safe and responsible and safe with my health. So I did this training with her and it was like, again, I was like, wow, okay, pretty adept at this. (laughs) So that was cool. I mean, it helped my confidence with doing Akashic Records readings And just, it actually helped boost my confidence just in my own ability to connect. So I use the records now in my coaching and I'll get back to your answer because I realize I'm doing a tangent thing, but um, I still use the the records. It's not the, at the forefront of my coaching program, Um, but we do utilize Akashic records readings to tap into the root cause of what's showing up for you now. Mm-hmm. like what the blocks are, what's holding you back, what's running the show in your mind. We use it to like ask the questions to go back in time to find out like, where did this start? So then we can help dissolve the neural pathways, the thought processes in the present. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I absolutely. go backwards and forwards, backwards. Yeah, forwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, isn't, but isn't that the sign of a, a really great coach is that they, you have a toolbox 
And you have a pretty big toolbox because you've also done, like you said, the physical work as an RMT. And I think you've, did you get back into that a little bit already or no? Yeah. I have two businesses at all times. And so I think there's also this beautiful understanding that um, our gifts aren't always going to be in one lane. Right. And that the way that you allowed yourself to explore other things more deeply to not only to develop your own gifts, but to better serve your, your clients and your community um, is also something that I think is really critical for us to understand is that as human beings, we have different facets of the way that we are and the way that we show up. And we can, we can only serve from our own gifts and you show us how that can show up in, in so many different ways and unexpected ways as well. Um, so, and then you, but then you invested in this program with our good friends, Betsy and Laura, correct? Yes. Yes, you yes. did. <laughs> Which was uh, transformational. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> my blower. Um, yes. And what's really cool is that I did the moon, their moon goddess training last year, like in January and learned how to work with the moon, made connections with them. And I just like, I know I'm going to work with them again. Next time they open up a mastermind, I'm so there. And I just knew it was going to be in the fall. And then it's like the end of September, I get this email mastermind with Betsy and Laura, you know, luscious hustle ladies. I said, I'm in. And so it ended up being one-on-one coaching, which was way better for me and for them. So yeah, I worked with them for six months and that also helped me understand my human design on a whole next level. Um, you know, it's, it was business coaching for sure, which I needed. Um, but they really helped me dive deeper into the deeper, deeper layers of my blocks and what's holding me back. And so much of it had to do with like my, um, my family, you know, my, my parents, my sister and old stories around that old feelings of, needing their approval and seeking their love because to be completely honest with everybody here, (laughs) including my sister and my dad, um, (laughs) I'm very different than the, the, my mom, my dad, and my sister, you know, I have these gifts that they don't have and they don't necessarily understand it. And so I felt like last summer I was coming out of the spiritual closet. And anytime I said that to anybody that knows me, like in my, day-to-day life they're like you came out a long time ago what are you talking about I'm like oh that's true yeah I really do live this all the time however I just really don't discuss it with them Hmm. and so to me it was like one of the ahas that came out of this last trip to Arizona just you know a week and a half ago is that I'm still seeking my sister's approval and I'm like what is this okay okay, this is great. I can work with this. You know, like I, I realized why I was seeking her approval still. And I realized how that's still holding me back now. And I don't need her approval. I'm sure I have it. I just revert back to childhood where she was just always like, why are you doing that? You know, it's <laughs> picking me apart. And from my perspective, that's how it was. From her perspective, I'm sure it's totally different. But, um, you know, I like to highlight that too. Hello, this was just my perspective. Oh, 
Yeah. My goodness. I <laughs> totally, it's, I'm like you, it's like when some kind of like difficulty or challenge or interpersonal relationship challenge comes up, it's like, okay, like there's a lesson here. I'm here to learn something like, oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. Um, I wanted to ask you because I know that gratitude has played a really big role in your life. And I know it's something that you practice. I would love to hear a little bit about, you know, what does that look like kind of through your day for you? Like, is it something you kind of wake up and just take care of or how does gratitude show up for you? Oh, I do wake up with gratitude. (laughs) Um, And you just helped like deepen that, you know, your work helped, helped me with that. Um, to be honest with you, a couple years ago, my daughter, who's 20, she'll be 20 in a couple of weeks. She lost two really great friends. At, you know, they were both 18 years old in two months to, to uh, tragic accidents and they're gone. And I was already every day so grateful that to wake up again, to have my family all alive. But that really drove it home for me. Like my kids could be gone in a second. And that's a reality, you know, anybody can be gone in a moment and that's just part of life. And I accept that. But every morning when I wake up, I say, thank you. I always say, God, angels, masters, and guides, thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for letting us all wake up. You know, my family here, my parents, my sisters, my sister-in-law, my sister, um, everybody, my friends, you know, and it's, it depends on like how far I want to take it out, <laughs> but I am grateful because a, I like them to be around and, and B it's, it's a whole another tragedy when you lose somebody, you know, and it's, it really shakes up your life. And so thank you for letting my life be easy, <laughs> letting us all be alive and giving us another chance to, for me to serve and to enjoy life. And so throughout the day, yeah, like, oh, this is awesome. It's sunny today. Thank you. You know, <laughs> if I happen to get up early enough to catch a sunrise, which I know you love. Yeah, I'm like, thank <laughs> you. This is amazing. But lately, I haven't been doing that. But I catch the sunset as often as possible. Love those. Um, and even when hard things show up, challenges, I'm like, thank you for this, because this is allowing me to work through another lesson and perhaps shed another layer of the onion, you know, <laughs> so that, <laughs> oh, oh, I just got this really cool visual. So I'm sure you've thought of that. Have, have you ever thought about, you know, there are layers of trauma is like an onion. You're just peeling them back, peeling them back. Right. And in the middle, oh, this is so cool. In the middle, this is what I help people with in my coaching program. We're just coming home to ourselves. Like, you know, that middle part of the onion, that's like this, yeah. like that's you at your truest form like your your highest self so by peeling back the layers you strip away all this conditioning and programming stories that you've put in your head and you just get back to your bare bones self your soul you know in this human body that you can connect back with (sighs) (laughs) i had never seen it like that that's really cool thank you (laughs) gratitude (laughs) that is probably the most perfect way to wrap up an interview ever with this like download guidance I will never look at an onion the same way again I love what you said that it's coming home it's it's returning back and 
Oh, that's very, very powerful. Thank you. I'm going to make sure that when I do the intro for this podcast, I'm like the best part comes right at the end. So you better listen to the end. Julie, where do we find you? What's the best place to connect with you? I have a couple of places and spaces. Um, on the Instagram, it's Healing by Julie. On the Facebook, um, just Julie Reyes. And um, I have a website that's reyesbodywork.com. Awesome. So, you know, um, it just made me think that onion visual it's like be grateful for the tears that it brings to when you're cutting one because there's no healing without tears there's, you know it's a it's a rough process it'll burn you <laughs> burn your eyes <laughs> that healing process you know <laughs> grateful for those two <laughs> uh, there's a whole blog post around that for you you got to write that into a blog post that's amazing it's so good oh uh, julie yeah. There, we have been through to so many places today. You've shared with us so many gifts of beautiful, deep wisdom and this understanding of our soul's journey. And, you know, oh my gosh, I, I encourage people to go back and listen one more time because there was, there was just a lot of beautiful things shared that I think we can all benefit from. So Julie... Oh, loved our time together. Thank you so, so much for being just the authentic Julie that I know and love. And I'm grateful to share you with our audience. Thank you. It's absolute pleasure. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.